Hey everybody, welcome to the Nerds of Olympus podcast, episode 2. Uh, back here with Tyler and my co-host. Seth. So, changing up the direction a little bit. Um, it seems like more people are interested in Percy Jackson than anything else. Well, I think and, by far. Yeah, and we were we were looking to, you know, kind of do a mixture of everything so we didn't get, like, you know, stale or run out of information for Percy Jackson, but... It looks like for now we're going to try and focus a lot more on Percy Jackson, you know, as like the core, and we'll still, you know, throw in some news and whatnot in the beginning, but we'll keep it shorter and briefer so that we have more time to talk about Percy Jackson. So I think that's the direction we're going to go with for now, at least until we get, you know, toward the end of the series. And Yeah, at that point then. Running out of books. <laughs> we'll we'll of, either we'll pick a new book series to talk about or something. Well, we, we can still Star Wars books that we can talk about, because well, granted you need to read all of them, but I, oh, yeah. I have read all of them. Yeah, and if you guys have any suggestions for what what else you would like to hear besides what we've been talking about, let us know. Um, so, um, just jump into some news real quick. We'll get through it. Um, Star Wars, a uh, game that Vista was creating, uh, has been officially canceled. Um, Seth, you know a lot more about it than I do, or at least. Oh well, yeah, I do. I know. I do. Yeah, more than you do, because I I have an obsession. But from what I understand, it was the game was announced two or three years ago probably probably closer to three and they were just i think it was going along fine for what we had heard we had there had been rumor leaks about the game and what kind of game was going to be the characters that you were going to play like bounty hunters and stuff like that i believe and then all of a sudden out of the blue visceral the whole studio was closed that just like not just the game canceled the whole the whole studio was closed down and visceral is known for making dead space among some other things so that was a gigantic shocker because they were a very quality studio, and there's been rumors about why was that. Because it was the first announced, it was we're gonna like they're gonna take Amy Hennig and put her somewhere else, I think, and they're gonna take some parts of the game and keep them and give her the rest or whatever it was they had said they was gonna do. But according to Jason Schreier over Kotaku, he pretty much said the game is canceled. Is what that means code for which which sucks because I think EA's had the license for Star Wars games for about five years now, and the only game we've had is Battlefront, and next month we'll have Battlefront two, obviously. Yeah. And that just a weird. We have we have some mobile games like I play Galaxy of Heroes, and I think I play. I used to play like the Clash of Clans spinoff they had, but not spinoff with the oh, the Clash of Clans. Right. Like me and my dad went hard on that on the Star Wars Commander, the Clash of Clans one. Yeah. Oh my god. I just thought it got really boring very very fast, and then I moved on. Yeah. So, but they said that's. I don't. Yeah, but it's like I said, that's about. That's really all I know about it. The whole situation it sucks. The visceral is gone because people had been hoping for like another Dead Space, whether it be whether it be a, a Dead Space Four or a, a reboot of the series, like kind of how, how God of War is doing. But obviously, those hopes are pretty much just crushed. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind. It, it kind of sucks that that happened. Um, I still think that you know we need to get some better Star Wars games or some more Star Wars games. I mean, they could be making so much money if they just started making more and, you know, made some good ones. I mean, Battlefront is fine and all, but I think we need to have, like, a, like a solo, like, single-player, like, RPG-type game again. Because we talked about this before, like, every EA studio should have been making Star Wars, pretty much. Like, other than with a few exceptions. But, like, everyone should have, like, a team working on it. And so we have a wide variety, like, have Criterion making, like, a pod racing game or like, whatever you want to make Criterion do, which they're mostly well-known for, like, Burnout and stuff like that. And that would be awesome, actually. Imagine like a like a they had the pod racing game before, but imagine like a like a the 
like an Xbox like one like pod racing game. Like imagine how amazing that, that would, would be. Look awesome, and they could have had just done so I much more. I mentioned to see what happens. What what Disney decides to do, or Lucasfilm decides to do with the gaming afterwards, because like CEA has an exclusive contract, and if they're not getting the job done, which obviously so far they have not come anywhere close to having the job done, I wonder if they would give it to somebody else or like split it, you know, or give not do exclusive contracts for it anymore, whatever they. Wait, we'll see what happens because there's like five more years left, so it can obviously change. Yeah, yeah. Um. Something else that's exciting, you know, with that bad news comes good news. We've got Knights of the Old Republic uh, backwards compatible on Xbox One as of yesterday. I think it was this morning. I saw. I only saw it this morning, uh, which, which okay. is when I sent the picture to you about it. And I I downloaded it immediately. I think it started. I think it started going live in different countries, and I think they started rolling it out yesterday. Okay. It might not have been in America until today. But yeah, so that's exciting. Um, I've never played it. Uh, I had played I like the want to play it. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna end up picking it up and giving it a yeah, shot. Yeah, I had played like the beginning part of it a few times. Like I, I during my study hall in high school, I played the very beginning of it because I can only do it for so long before my teacher walked by or whatever. And I didn't get. Oh, you were playing it on your phone? No, I played it on the computer. I didn't care. I downloaded oh, okay. Steam. I bought. It. I own. I own the game on Steam still. And and I just don't have. I don't have a good enough computer to play it at my house. So I was playing it there, and then I graduated, and I uh, just and then I bought it on my tablet, then <laughs> my Kindle. And that sucks. It's hard. I don't recommend it. And so now yeah. I finally get to actually play it on a console. So I'm very, very excited. And I played it. I played it like two hours before we started doing this, and it's it's fun. I like it still. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm excited to try that out. I've heard that it's really good. So, and it's supposedly a classic. So I'm excited to play it. Um. Another thing, uh, Super Mario Odyssey comes out. Um, two days from now. Um, comes out on Friday the 27th, which is um, exciting. I've been looking forward to playing this game, especially since I've only recently had a Switch and all I've really played is Zelda. I'm getting getting kind of sick of Zelda, so to speak. Um, I've played through it now like three times, just waiting for this. So excited to play it. Um, I'll definitely talk more about it next week after I've played through it. Um, so yeah. Um, and then we talked about it a little bit last week, but... Um, the fractured but whole. Um, Seth, you haven't played very much of it. You haven't had time, but from what you have played, do you want to kind of tell us a little bit about what you've played and how you feel about it? It's like it's like every the stick of truth, but they upgraded everything. And it's it's a, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Last time was like knights and orcs and that kind of thing, and goblins for and for medieval times. And this one's superheroes, and just everything. Yeah. I, I, I love like the character creation that you you got to do. I love. I love how more tat- how more how tactical the battles are now. They've ch- made they've made that mm-hmm. they've shown it off for a while now, obviously, but it's still pretty cool to see. And so I'm gonna play like probably an hour and a half into it, but it's it's it's, it's everything. Stick of truth, like it's at South Park too. It's it's there's some pretty bad stuff in there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't actually had a chance to pick it up. I probably will end up waiting until after I play through Super Mario Odyssey and whatnot. But I think I at some point we'll play through it so um yeah i think, I think that's pretty much that's it as far the as the only thing only i can think of is talking about kurt angle wrestling at wwe tlc on sunday oh yeah i heard it was that. it was a great time i was very because i think it came out like on a thursday before that and the whole the whole issue was like three guys on the roster on the raw roster have like meningitis or mumps i don't know i haven't heard for sure which one is which or who like which one it actually is 
So and the sh- a show that I was not looking forward to at all because I didn't really care about the main event, and I still didn't really care about it even with Kurt Angle in it. But I did get AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, which was awesome. I was very happy, very very happy about it. I was actually looking for anyone that's like paid attention, like New Japan Wrestling of the Bullet Club has been waiting for for a long time. And then the main event with Kurt Angle and it was it was chaotic. It was different. It was it was it was good. It was it was a good match. I didn't hate it or anything, but it could have. If I, I wonder what it would have been without Roman Reigns or with Roman Reigns in it instead of Kurt mm-hmm. Angle, because it was just I don't because like, I'm sure they had to rebook the whole thing or reput the whole thing together. Like after, like on Thursday, you know, and they've probably been planning it for a long time. Yeah. So it was it was good. And I was I was and then on Raw the next day they, they, they get ready for Survivor Series next month. They did, they're doing SmackDown versus Raw, and they had like a SmackDown invasion where they just showed up and like destroyed the entire Raw roster backstage. It was pretty cool. That was that was pretty <laughs> awesome. But at the same time, it's like the people. Yeah, that sounds pretty. At, at the same time, that's like people who are feuding. Are, I guess are fine with each other now. You know, like, if you want to SmackDown, they hated each other like a week ago. They're cool now. They're good, mm-hmm. but. For one month to do the the whole brand battle thing, I'm sure it's fine. So, yeah, yeah. I think Tyler, other than that, right, see yeah. monsters time. Yeah. Um. So, again, if this is your first time tuning in, um, we're gonna be talking about the book, and there's gonna be a lot of spoilers. So, if you haven't read it, I recommend that you go and read it. Um, great books, as I said last week. So, yeah, if you haven't read it definitely check it out because um, there's gonna be lots and lots of spoilers so i think maybe we should just start um basic summary of the book like what, what transpired like between the books yeah yeah um so percy at this point he's in a new either boarding it's school a press, or, very well the prep mm-hmm. i believe yeah it's a prep school so um he's managed to make it the whole year without getting into any trouble or getting expelled or any monsters or anything so he's pretty excited um it's his last day and then he gets to go back to camp um so what ends up happening um he on the last day of school finds out that there's trouble at camp um he has a dream about grover in trouble um so he's kind of stressed out about the day he ends up he goes to school about the dream i I wrote this down because like I just it was just a question because like I didn't know like because from the way how, way it sounds like is like that Grover's like in Florida still the way it was, it was kind of described but I guess it was a dream so mm-hmm. I'm sure because yeah. I, I was wondering how uh, the Cyclops could travel you know what I mean like, get off his yeah. island and just go to Florida I was like, I was confused by that <laughs> yeah um so he goes to he goes to school and um um. Meets up with his friend Tyson, who's like this like homeless. Like weird six kid. foot three, um, I think they describe him as. He's huge. Yeah, and uh, so he confronts the school bully, um, and uh, the bully is like um, what's his name, uh, Matt Sloan, um, and he's hanging out with like a bunch of these guys that Percy's never seen before. So he's kind of confused about that. Um, turns out that they are uh, Lystragonians. Lystrogen. Probably what you said. It sounds sounds I, better. I don't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but um, so they're like these like cannibal like giants. Um, so long story short, they have a fight in the gym. Um, Tyson ends up saving Percy by like blocking these giant cannonballs are thrown at him. Um, Annabeth shows up. You passed um, like these so many of my notes already. Oh my god. Oh man! All right. Well, you're, you're like you're, you're like I have millions of notes. I'm like I have like eleven, but I even I have 
There was something plenty already. No, I got. Okay, here, here, here. Hang on. You're right. Actually, I think I. Yeah, a couple like of mine. Was, well, so one thing. See, the next one I have was, I like just him thinking Tyson being a Cyclops. I thought that was cool because they they do it. How uh, how Tyson's a, like, how sensitive he is and how he'll cry. Well, great, he's a baby Cyclops. How he cries, and also, uh, Percy has to go with him to travel the subway because he's afraid of traveling on the ground alone, which is Cyclops are. Yeah, yeah. Another one that I noticed too was that. Percy said he couldn't tell you what color his eyes were. Mm-hmm. He couldn't bring himself to look up past his shoulders. Like, um, and then there was also the hints for the 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 Lystragonians or whatever beforehand. Um, they had like the the really like strange names on their yeah, little names. Yeah, Joe Bob um, and Marrow. Yeah, Bone or Marrow Sucker. Like, or yeah, like that. Uh, I'll see if I can find them. I just saw them a second ago. I thought, oh yeah, Joe Bob, Marrow yeah, Sucker, um, and Skull Eater. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then Tyson says they smell funny. Mm-hmm. That was another um, hint, yeah. Just like a monster would. And then, and this one is like right as they're revealing themselves, but they call Percy mm-hmm. Perseus. Um, and that's like, as soon as he says that, that's important. Yeah, only, only my friends him. and my, my enemies call me Perseus. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I think the last one I had before, I just destroyed, just destroyed, kills monsters and punches them in the face. So she's still awesome. Yeah, still yeah, I thought, awesome. Yeah, I have that one written down too. Where where Annabeth should have been in the face. It's awesome. Um. So yeah, and, and then another cool thing about Annabeth is you know she'd been there like all morning with her invisibility hat trying to like talk to mm-hmm. Percy. Um, and then there's like that little joke about like Percy's like like wait a second you saw me in my room <laughs> like and then they both like because they're prudes. Got to be like yeah, thirteen, yeah. but still. Um, yeah. Um, and then I also, so after that, you know, Annabeth, like, meets Tyson. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's kind of interesting. Because she's so, um, she, uh, from the moment she meets him, she's very, just not very nice to him, just like, like you're gonna bring him, that kind of thing, giving him looks, like, not looking happy that he's around. And the other things of that nature. Yeah, I think it's. I just think it's really interesting that you know, Tyson's a cool character to have to interact with Annabeth because based on her past. Yeah, that's true. I was a, Rick Riordan's a genius, as we've said before. We'll say again. He's yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's yeah. a master of his characters. He or he's a master of his characters. What do they get? Yeah. Um, let's see where else um, we got? So they, they meet the Gray Sisters, and they also they they do the they kind of tell them the what he's looking for, kind of, or they hint at him and give him the, the latitude and longitude, yeah, the coordinates for us, the word. Yeah, and which, I think it's cool that he doesn't, he doesn't realize what it, I mean, I guess if someone just gives you four red yeah, exactly. numbers, you wouldn't really know what it is either. But, I think it's cool that, you know, that he does figure out that he can just, like, pretty much see your latitude and longitude yeah, lines. Yeah, I was basically actually remembering the numbers later when he realized what they were supposed to be for. Yeah, like, can't remember true. anything, usually. But he knew those four numbers. Yeah. That's true. Um, so they they get to camp. Um, run into the bulls after a terrifying attack. Attack was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really like the dialogue between the the three. Uh, like three anger, sisters. tempest, and um, what was the other one? Um, Wasp. Yeah, and like like just the way they. Like the way they interact with each other, just like the dialogue is super, like super mm-hmm. funny. Like the fighting over time, the like, tooth the, or the eye. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, then they show up to camp. Um, the the bulls two there, bronze um, bulls. And then that's when Percy like figures out that Tyson. Yeah, because well, well, like, well, he's trying to prove it. He kind of realizes with the cannonballs, like how he was, his hands weren't burned from the cannonballs that went during the dodgeball game. Mm -hmm. And then he bans Tyson from yeah. coming inside, and Annabeth lets him in to go save him, which is when I made my note that Tyson's a complete beast as well. He's like, just he just punches mm -hmm. the ball in the face, like, and like destroys his face. Yeah, yeah. I think that's another cool thing I like about Tyson as a character is, it's he portrays him as you know kind of you know mm -hmm. slow and kind of stupid, but you know he is he ends up being a pretty big part of the story. He ends up being like a really good like you know. Like blacksmith and can make all these crazy. Yeah, he's someone I wish, I, I wish we would get more of and more. But I mean, he's like in the books kind of periodically. But then like when we get to like the Heroes of Olympus, he's in there looking for Percy. But other than that, I don't remember even mm -hmm. anything about him or in the Magnus Chase books or Trials of Apollo. Yeah, he. I think he'd be an interesting character to to mm -hmm. explore, especially more. as he gets older. Um, like his time, his time down in Poseidon's like a his forge uh, realm or whatever. Well, yeah, that he, doing. Making all, I would like to see maybe like a side story about like and, what's going on. And he on gets down older, and I w it'd be cool to see like how an older Cyclops kind of develops as opposed to, or see how he develops as a character when he gets yeah. older and isn't as slow. Yeah, because when we first meet him, he, mm -hmm. he's really young as far as Cyclops go. So I think it would be interesting, yeah, like you said, to see him grow up and mature and see how that changes his character and his behavior and all that. Um. Okay, so after they get to camp and they fight the bull, um, Percy talks to um, Chiron, mm -hmm. and is that when is that when he finds out about uh, the tree? No, they find out about the tree after the bull fight, and Annabeth tells him like, "Yeah, hey, he's a Cyclops," yeah. and talk, talk, kind of learn about how Cyclopses are, how they're mistakes, and how they're the child of one god in particular, mm -hmm. but not she didn't tell him it was Poseidon. And they kind of they're just kind of talking around, and they figure out that the camp is dying. We find out about Tantalus as the activities director, which yeah. Tantalus is also a fun character. Then you find out the tree has been poisoned, and no one knows. Presumably yeah, everyone, everyone <laughs> in the world presumes Luke, except for like the people in charge, and they they blame Chiron for not being able to cure yeah. it, which is like I don't understand, but whatever. Yeah, that's what it was. Dialysis. What are you What are you gonna do? Yeah. So then they go. They kind of come to camp and they talk to. Oh, where am I here? Oh, this is when he gives a tour of Tyson, the camp to Tyson. And then I assume this is when him and Annabeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, him and Annabeth go talk to Chiron and they find out more about. It's a. It's a. The poetry has been poisoned by something he can't cure. And then that's when they tell him that they need the fleece, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, Chiron tells Annabeth to stay with Percy. Remember the prophecy. Don't let anything happen to him. This is and this is also kind of when we figure out again that Chiron tells him that he's immortal as long as the camp, as long as he's needed to train heroes. And then once he gets dismissed, dismissed to camp, let's presume that he would probably start to age normally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he tells him that he's just gonna go. Like visit his, he's gonna go, his yeah, go find his other, cent this other centaurs, and also this is where Tyson call keeps calling him a pony, which I thought was funny. Yeah, and I guess he was 
hoping to go find. Yeah, he was. He was going to see if he had forgotten it. I think it's. I think it's weird that he didn't think. He yeah, he doesn't think about the, the fleece. Well, right I, I'm sure even they we, when they realized the fleece. I mean, it's impossible to go get. Is what kind of how it was presumed to be. Yeah, you know that's just how it how it usually tends to go. Is they it's impossible until Percy decides to go do it, and he just kills it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. And like and even like Chiron is like perhaps it was Luke, but who knows? But like Luke Percy's like it's obvious it was Luke, idiots. He he pulled, he pulled a pit scorpion on him. You don't think he can get some kind of poison, something to poison that tree? All right. Yeah. So then, let's see what we get to here. The um, yeah, um, and then you get Dionysus. Oh, of course. Always. Oh, this is also. I made note of this, and this is probably. I'm probably an idiot for not knowing this. I thought I thought the Stoles were twins. I thought Connor and Travis were twins. Turns out they're not. <laughs> I was like, I was, I never, I just, because yeah. they were described as like doing everything together. I just, I think I just presumed they were twins, and it's never really even like I, I assume it must just be a year apart then. Because I didn't know that, which I thought was I, I just made a mark of that because I thought it was mm-hmm. it's something I didn't know. Uh, um, I think it's interesting that um, Tantalus and Dionysus have clearly already. Of course, Dionysus probably just. Um, lot. Tells him to, yeah. Tells him to watch this one, which is interesting because Percy doesn't actually do. Well, Donus so keeps all the, the demigods alive, which makes means he has to keep doing his job, which I'm sure is, is sad for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then we've got. And then you re- okay? Go ahead. I like the uh, the whole. The whole um, like old myth mm-hmm. about Tannis. Well, that's not a myth at this point. It's obvious <laughs> he's not allowed to. Um, well, I know, but I'm saying like the old story. Um, I think though that he does a good job of like portraying mm-hmm. it in the book. I think it's just it's well written as far as like you know you can tell that how bad how he, he wants to like, either. He just tries to trap it, all his food, and they're too smart for him. Cinda, 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 send him some help for whatever was coming and he realized later that it was Tyson which he wasn't a fan of at first but then he realized that without Tyson they would have been destroyed like 10 times over so Poseidon didn't in fact answer yeah. his request and then this also Tantalus announces the chariot races again yeah which I th- I wish I understand from a, from like an in-universe perspective why they end up getting rid of him again because they're dangerous but the Chariot races themselves, like in the books, like they're incredible. I wish there was, mm-hmm. I wish there was something they did like every book instead of like just like capture the flag because the way he writes them, like they're so yeah, good. they're good and also people the way they're obviously way too dangerous because I mean there's really uh, he writes it tr- tremendously, but it's like still like how he <laughs> injured almost all of them end up end up being and then and I think also part of it is because yeah. they uh they kind of get to the point especially like. Titans Curse and Battle of the Labyrinth, where they realize that we need every single demigod we can get our hands on, so we don't we don't want to risk maiming them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So I understand like why from like an Indian yeah, absolutely they stopped, but <laughs> um, so then go a little bit farther ahead. Um, Percy is just again yeah, he's stuck with Tyson. Poseidon, it feels like. Feels like it's like a joke to be Poseidon's son now because uh, him and Emma get into a fight and... over Tyson. 
Where he because he's so angry about it. Mm-hmm. And she he asks once again like what do you have against Cyclopses and she won't tell him. And yep, that's just yeah, fight over him. Um, yeah, um, I think it's Percy and Annabelle. I'm sure there's the official fight. I guess official, yeah. When they when they're not talking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because um, they end up like they were supposed to be mm-hmm. partners for the chariot race at first, and, and then they got mad. This is also where Tyson called the Pegasi chicken ponies. <laughs> Which is where Tyson also does cry later because yeah. <laughs> he couldn't get, because Percy couldn't give Mr. the Pegasus to let Tyson ride him because they were afraid of a gigantic yeah. cyclops. Um, yeah, I think it's cool that um, Beckendorf like was cool with Tyson right away just because you know he's from yeah. the Hephaestus cabin, so he wants to build and all that just like Tyson is good at. So, um, um. Uh, the comparison to the, to Luke and Percy as far mm-hmm. as like sword combat, they're goes, they're always um, they've always been pretty linked together as far as personalities and skill. Except for Luke, because Percy, oh, Percy does admit, admit I think I believe it's later in this book that um, he sees where Luke was coming from. Kinda, he would never act on it like Luke did, but he can understand why he was frustrated dealing with them. Yeah, something with the sword combat that's kind of interesting is like. Luke has been at camp for years and years and years, and Percy's been there for like. Well, the equals, and also, and this is also another way of looking at it. Percy's a big three, demigod, and Ta- I mean Ta- Talia was like fabled for being better than Luke yeah. was, and Luke per- Talia never even had training. <laughs> you know, Talia was just mm-hmm. talks like I guess self-taught, and and then she's always just she's always always at least on Percy's level, if not higher than him, whenever they're around. Then uh, this is when we get our. Um, Percy and Grover connect on the empathy link. Where you find out Grover's trying yeah. trying not to get married to or trying to get married the Cyclops, so he's like wearing a veil and knitting a wedding a, a wedding train, I believe it's called bridal train. And that's mm-hmm. also where we find out empathy empathy links. You could die if the other one or die or get messed up seriously if the other one dies, which is like oh yeah, now you're gonna get me. Sorry, Percy. And then the next day the chariot races. Yeah. Yeah, um, right before that, too, um, Tyson and Percy have a little conversation about him being mad, and not, and then Tyson says something about um, mm-hmm. he'll be a good monster, mm-hmm. so that way he, Percy doesn't have to be mad at him. I think it's interesting that, like, it's, it's like Tyson's, like, super innocent about it, just trying to, like, make Percy happy, not really understanding the full weight of, like, the situation. Yeah, because Ty- Tyson's, Tyson's a beast, as I said earlier. Tyson gets it. Um, um, so then we go to the, the races, and... At first, Annabelle yeah. doesn't believe about the Grover thing because she's like she thinks he's trying to get in her head before the race. And um, then so then it starts, and that's when he gets awesome with his description and how the racing goes. Yeah, the whole chair. A great race. job with that. Um, and then the yeah, well, the pages are kind of around before nowhere. that, but they were just. Up in the trees, like tons of them, and I think well, no one yeah, really yeah. thought about it. And then all of a sudden, Tyson points out the birds, <laughs> and the birds like a store and start. They're the Stymphalian birds, and they'll strip everyone to bones if you don't yeah. get rid of them. And then Percy and Annabeth figure out to use one of Chiron's Dean Martin records to like scatter the birds, and mm-hmm. let the, the, the archers pick them off one by one. Kalise, 
They're awesome. And the Apollo Arches And then Clarice <laughs> crosses the finish line before she realizes what's happened, and then Tantalus awards her the winner anyway, even though, like, no one was really racing by that point, and then Percy and Abbott get in trouble for being the... They, they disrupted the race somehow, which I don't understand. Yeah, he wants to punish him. Um, let's see, then... This is... This, this is this is when Percy, well, they, they had to clean, like stuff, like clean all the dishes and stuff. But they had to use like lava because it gets it, it gets ninety nine point nine percent of germs. Yeah. And this is when Percy did, and I about to discuss <laughs> the golden fleece and what it is and how it's the thing to find. Then they creep up. They come up with the idea mm -hmm. to talk Tantalus at their request when they share it in front of the campfire, so everyone else hears it and they all get uh, fired up about it. And then I also thought it was cool that the Grey Sisters are the ones that were driving the taxi. This is a tie-in to the taxi drivers, the Grey Sisters, that they were the ones that gave Jason the quest originally, and they're the ones that give it to Percy. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then I, like, I think it's interesting how Annabeth thinks, like, you know, her being, like daughter of Athena, like, strategy and all that, as soon as she, like, realizes, like, this is a good plan, of course. Like, wait a second. Yeah, like, Percy was, Percy was already gone. Percy figured out a plan probably to get like, out of there. But she was like, let's do this a serious way, and then this is when Tantalus yeah. makes Clarice the, the quest leader because of her winning the chair races, and Percy gets pissed because he's like, I had, the, I had the dream. You know, this is obviously my quest to be on. And then Tantalus tells a story mm -hmm. about how he was, he stole from the gods because he wanted to copy, I believe, the ambrosia recipe. Nectar, yeah, ambrosia nectar. And he had to take it back to Earth for the recipe, and he was punished, and which is when he ended up, like, cooking up his own kids to serve the gods as punishment. Then he gets stuck not being able to eat or drink anything ever again. And then, so that's the end, that's the end of the campfire. That's the end of the, the campfire. Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting that um, Clarice gets the quest and then Percy, well, Percy goes like, on a quest every summer, and, and he only he only technically gets assigned one because <laughs> he gets the, he does this one that Titans curse. He just he just goes. Yeah. And he, I don't really care. That's true. about this. That's but it always kind of ties into the prophecy anyway. And then this then Percy meets Hermes, and you meet George and Martha the snakes, which I always I always enjoy when they're around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like Hermes. I like the way he's portrayed, and I like I like um, I really like oh, most they, of the gods. They're always portrayed well, and the, the like, characters. So you, um, the the only one I try to think of even is one that they, they're obviously the ones that are meant to be evilish or more more evil, or like Ares and Hera and or hates Branabeth. But like, I mean, everyone else, all, everyone else always kind of makes sense with how they would how they would be. And Hermes just all Hermes is is pretty much a concerned dad. Is all he really ever does kind of portray. Was someone who just wishes he could have stopped Luke from going wrong, and he asked Percy when they're having the conversation. He gives him his gifts for sneaking out, and then he's also like, "Please try to save him. Like, try one more time to, to save him." And Herm, mm -hmm. and Hermes yeah, um, gives the quote that I've warned over the eons ahead. that you can't give up on family, no matter how tempting they make it. Doesn't matter if they hate you or embarrass you, and don't, or simply don't appreciate your genius for inventing the internet, which Martha takes credit for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I like he, those little jokes like he that. that you know, it keeps it keeps like the the character like 
you know, true to their roots as far as, like, you know, these, like, ancient gods, but they also, like, yeah. take credit for, like, modern and it, stuff. Just, and he always makes it finds a way to work in humor somehow to this kind of thing, which I don't. Which is just a talent. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Just, this is all pretty serious stuff. And he's... Yeah, and then I think it's also cool that... um I, I really just like the idea of giving the two... I know I know in the old stories it's the way it is, but the idea of having the, the two... Catechus, the, yeah, whatever the, it's uh, called. On the staff talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try, I'll fail. I wasn't going to try and pronounce I'll try. that word. Um, I like that. I like the two that they have like separate personalities, and I just I think that's cool. It's a really interesting way, especially just like the way they interact with each other, the two snakes, I think... They get like really lightens like the mood. Of then they, they uh at this point right up to the print the Princess Andromeda. Well, they well first I, I this is a note I had made yeah where the, she, Annabeth tries to make her leave, make him leave Tyson behind because it's uh you know obviously we know we figure out why later and we'll talk about mm-hmm. it when we when she tells it in the book. But like we're going to Polyphemus's island. He's a cyclops, and you don't want to you, you don't bring another cyclops there and then. Percy's like you can come, you can go, but she gives him the evil eye. But she also, um, it kind of shows the trust that she she has in trust has the trust she has in Percy for agreeing to travel with the with the Cyclops. After what she does go through, so I think that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. Another thing we, we we skipped over real quick. Um, I think it's when when they're deciding to go on the quest anyway. After Percy has a conversation with uh, Hermes and. Tyson and Anna to show up. Um, they say something about um, mm-hmm. you know we're gonna get expelled for sure. I think Percy says that, and then Annabeth's like, "Look, if we don't do it, like, yeah, we don't fix this. Like, there's not gonna be That's a shot. chance to come back to. So, what does it matter?" I think that kind of that kind of brings back after that kind of interesting and kind of you know lighthearted conversation Percy has with Hermes. It kind of brings back. Yeah, there's a lot of gravity. It brings gravity back to it even after Hermes is obviously a very is a very there's serious yeah. undertones to it, but yeah. there's a lot of George and Martha fighting and Hermes make crappy jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the overall the overall conversation was meant to be, you know, kind of lighthearted. There was definitely serious topics within it, but I think the overall, by having the George and Martha, I think it kind of kept it lighter than what it actually uh, so was. Then they, um, they they ride the hippocampi to uh, the ship, which is where Tyson meets Rainbow. The hippo, hippo can't buy. He gets really upset. He's like, it's like we, gets really we can't take Rainbow. <laughs> I thought it was just great. Yeah. And also, yeah. this is um, I love how it's the Prince the Andromeda ship. knowing the, um, about Andromeda and Perseus, and they're kind of their their history. Well, not maybe not Perseus, but he remembers talk, mm-hmm. he talks about the myth. Mm-hmm. And he might namesake Perseus has saved her just in time and turned the sea monster to stone using the head of Medusa. And like that's when he tells the story. Like that's why I would name Perseus because my mom. Yeah. Even though he was a son of Zeus and I'm son of Poseidon, that he at least kind of he had a happy ending. He's like the one hero that got one, and everyone else was betrayed or died or, or mutilated yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And she hoped that he would inherit. She would. Like, she hoped I would inherit Percy's luck. Judging by my how my life was going, I wasn't real optimistic. Just like, and, and like and the entire internal dialogue. Yeah. Well, like once again, like riding um, to a ship trying to go save the camp. He has that entire internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, can't we take can't we take rainbow I love it once they get under the ship <laughs> I just love it can we can't take rainbow rainbow <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Um, so they get up on I the ship to kind of walk around the ship or whatever. He um, says monsters, they, all Tyson the people that... that I, did, I guess monsters. they don't really see people here yet. But they, they, they find places to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then Percy has another dream, of course. And I have a note for this page. What does this note you say? Grover and his issues. What issues? <laughs> maybe creating all these issues. I, maybe I think it's something interesting that in in this in this dream he's standing like on the edge of Tartarus, and then like three or four years yeah. from now, maybe three and a half, maybe three and a half he's or four be, years, like, yeah, falling into it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, it, he, at this point, well, and, and that, they they were it's they were at, like the Tartarus pit kinda, and lightning peak too, that. like right in front of it. So, we should, in retrospect, yeah, we should have known that eventually Tartarus, someone was going down Tartarus at some point. Because he, oh, he, he kept talking about it and kind of teasing something yeah, like that happening. Where, apparently he has issues. I don't know what that again. means. Let me see if um, I can figure that out. Maybe just like how he was kept coming up with excuses for it. Like why he smelled like, why he smelled like Satar. It's his, a UO de Chevre yeah. that he's wearing. It's, I guess it's cologne. But and like changing the days of the week or whatever to make Pocky buy Percy more time. Uh, yeah, and then he, he just I think it he's trying to like convince him to give him more time or whatever, and he's he says like that. <laughs> like, uh, so and he's like, no, like tomorrow, and then he's he's like five. He's like, yes, of course, but my dear, he's like, Great, <laughs> he's seven, like oh, it's five, right? And yeah, then they wake up and. They find out that the the like the lineup for today was the million dollar bingo in the Kraken Lounge at one o'clock and disemboweling practice for our special guest on the promenade. Which is when they all kind of realize that oh, and they they go out and meet families that are just like yeah, a robots kind of there in trances. Then they find monsters just sitting all over the place, just hanging out. Then they make their way through the ship, and they find out Luke's on the ship, and they're mm-hmm. like, we're gonna we're gonna go confront him, which is probably not the, the best idea, but it's what they did. And they just like, they keep sticking yeah, through. They um, they overhear conversations that and then finally Luke find, knows Luke figures out they're there because Tyson talks too loud while imitating Luke's voice because I think we find that's what ty- Cyclopses can do for the first time is they can imitate voices and even like even like their tone. Then they have a, a conversation where <laughs> where Luke's reaction like. But Luke's like, well, Percy, we live another year. I hope you appreciate it. How's your mom? How's school? And Percy just is straightforward. Like, you poisoned Talia's tree. And Luke's like, yeah, okay, sure. I poisoned it. Whatever. And Beth obviously loses her mind. Like, I don't even, he's got to even care. And that's when Beth's like, you, yeah. you dishonored her. He's like, I didn't dishonor her. If Talia were alive, she'd be on my side. Which is what we was... I don't know if... It, I guess it'd be in this book. So I'll wait before I make that point. But like, that's kind of... The first that we really kind of we had the dream last book about I think mean, I believe it was last book where Talia and is kind of in it but I don't even, you know she talks and you just see a black girl with like black spiky hair and freckles and it's like one of his dreams that he has oh, when, when you're talking about, and like it's yeah, kind of this is really yeah. the first time we hear anything about Talia in this part mm-hmm. and during a later conversation with Annabeth and Percy about what Talia's like because like Luke just assumes that she'd be on my side and mm-hmm. she's like. I wonder. I wonder. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see, not that it'll ever happen, but to see if 
imagine if Tyler. It would have been interesting, yeah, for sure. Especially because they, I assume by that point they probably would have. They probably. Because I mean, imagine well, all these years, Annabeth would have been there, she, but like I think she would have spent all these years. I like, think Ty, I mean, I'm just and Annabeth, like, as she says with Percy or whatever, she's like, "You two are very similar. Would you ever like? Would you ever like try to support Kronos?" And he's just like, "Straightforward, no." And she's like, "Well, that's, she wouldn't either, obviously." So like maybe, maybe she would, but at that same time, her and Lupi would have been together at that point because they were they would have been like 19 or so, however old they would have been. So maybe they because like, and it's obvious that yeah. they were. We'll say that yeah. Titans curse. We'll save that conversation for later. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, he's uh, like we as many spies. Yeah, finds out that, that because of spying you guys camp. are just all annoying. Or spies. that'd be horrible. And I <laughs> yeah. see they make their escape after talking, and then they run into Clarice's boat. Or actually, no, this is when they end up in Virginia Beach. And they try to they try they talk to Chiron, try talking to him, but they just he's just at a he's at a rave pretty much <laughs> in the background. Because <laughs> the is partying. Yeah, yeah. One one thing mm-hmm. before they finish talking to to Luke, um, he brings up the because no one tells you. Yeah. Percy doesn't really know anything about like the prophecy. I mean, you know, he know he knows it exists. But yeah, that's that's know, a like, good point. Details, so when he says something about the sixteenth birthday, Percy's um, kind of shocked. This is the band of Virginia Beach, which is where uh, this is. Uh, they also this is when they figure out that Percy can just read nautical per- sea bearings. Cause she's like, she just, <laughs> cause she's like, that they uh, mm-hmm. at, like she's trying to figure out like, how far away Virginia Beach is from New York. And he's like, it's five hundred thirty nautical miles, and the jet and they kind of have the conversation where they figure it out. Then then they end up at a, a Debbie got a hideout that Annabeth, Luke, and Ty had had been in together. Yeah, I wish that. I wish they kind yeah, of. I, think I guess there was really was maybe when Ty was traveling. <laughs> Oh, I guess that's when they met Annabeth was Virginia Beach or that that area. So, like maybe like I wish like maybe it would have been repetitive to do it, but like when they're in the Titans yeah. curse and they're traveling, that maybe Talia takes them to one of just her and Luke. Because I don't know when they I can't I don't remember where where Luke lived before all this happened. Maybe we'll find that out later. Because I know I know Talia's from California. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting too. Um. When they yeah, once they get there, they Percy and Annabeth have a conversation about um, Thalia or Talia, and um, mm-hmm. she, Annabeth tells her that like they're like like exactly the same. They're super alike, and it says uh, pretty much their relationship. She doesn't know if they would have been out. best friends. That's exactly what it is. Each other. Um, um, yeah. Then <laughs> yeah. She's a, she almost yeah. finally tells about the Cyclops thing, but then Tyson shows up. The, with the monster monster donut shop. <laughs> yeah, Tyson shows up and then Yeah, the the chain or whatever and then the Hydra, um I love that. Oh, man, like that a, new, or a new fast food place or whatever, but that's uh, also, donut also store like, opens up. Yeah, yeah, a new chain. <laughs> um, I think my dog wants to the go Hydra outside. is super cool. Uh-oh. Um Tyson. Tyson once again, that, he just, um, once again owns the Hydra, uh, saving and that's the when they, they run into Clarice He's... finally. And let's see, mm-hmm. they, they get she gets the ship from Ares. That's what also when she figured they find out that Ares can kind of like assign troops who fall in battle to his kids, and they serve that kid tirelessly until their their own death once again. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that part. <laughs> I think Ares is probably one of the more interesting gods, and we find out a lot more about his children and whatnot later on in the series. So we have, then we have another dream, especially in like with Grover and po uh, Polyphemus. Uh, then Pressure wakes up the next day, and he finds out that he that he was at mm -hmm. least kind of mentioned, or someone was mentioned in the prophecy that Clarice got. And Ares is pretty much like, I don't care what it said. Yeah, you don't let him take take your glory. Yeah, and it kind of shows that you know Ares is really all about like making sure she gets the quest yeah, he doesn't done. Doesn't care about it all. He wants his kids to have battle. That's the prophecy he doesn't or have glory. No, no which is interesting because you would think well, most of them usually respect do, the prophecies, some of them, but they don't sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to the sea well, monsters battle with Scylla and, and kind of like is it Char Charbitus? Charbit. Okay. Um. Then we got that battle, like the whole battle Probably. and how that goes, and I, think I thought that was, I thought it was uh, you do love Scylla. I don't know why, but you, you've always had a love for Scylla. I love Scylla. <laughs> Scylla's amazing. I don't, I like her actual like. If you go read like her classic mythology, uh, so they have, the, have the real, like, old stories. This like, battle and they're getting killed because they Ares gave his daughter like her backstory and stuff. A boat that um. He doesn't really have very good pistons, obviously. So Tyson goes down there and he fixes it. And then and this is all when they're dealing with how would you say the other one's name? Charybdis. Okay. That's what we're gonna go with. And they're then Charybdis? like they're finding him. And then all of a sudden, then Solo starts I picking off people. Which just does not does not care at all. He's like, gonna, and then yeah, so, the boat explodes because of the, the, the damage on the pistons, which is when we believe that Tyson has been. Has been killed because he was down in the piston area trying to hold it together. Yeah, when it blows up. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting at this point that Tyson has ended up well, saving. And it also ties back in Percy asking for help from his dad. Probably we've had in this book so far. And Tyson said he, ended up and it, that was what it was for because he claimed Tyson yeah, for him. Yeah. Uh, so then they wake up, or Percy wakes up with Annabeth carrying him around. I can't remember, like, um. They're on a raft together. This is and then this is when he finds out what Annabeth knows about his prophecy, which is that mm -hmm. the next child of the big three, who lives to be age of sixteen, is gonna. It warns of that that's that child. Because the hero would decide the fate of Olympus, he will make a decision that this, he or she would make a decision that will either save the ages of the gods or destroy it. What? What? And then what we is get that? to. We get to the oh, next part. Oh, well, as soon as I don't, really this is something I had with, like, put on here driving. apparently, because they, they run into a World War Two. They, they run into they run into a propeller plane, which is pretty much it. It said later that it belongs to Amelia Earhart, so that was that was pretty cool. Because I don't know, it's in the only good part about Sea yeah. Island, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Is that obviously that's where Raina kind of comes from? I, I wish I wish somehow he had made made a way, way to like kind of work her into this book before. It, yeah, or just like there's a girl with like black, jet black hair back there or something. Like I gave her like a line of dialogue or something. But then she he gets turned into a guinea pig and seriously. Yeah, yeah I don't even. Uh, really, like I said this part is kind of stupid to me. <laughs> I didn't really like it. Um, 
Um, well, that's just how Elizabeth dumb Percy is, I guess. <laughs> you get tricked into turning into so. a guinea pig. Like a moron, and she has, she's, there, she's there to save the day again. Yeah. And this is when she has the great quote, I'm glad you're not a guinea pig, after she hugged him. Yeah, and then... <laughs> that's We got yeah. a while for that. That would have been a good Making time a for the first kiss. A while <laughs> for that. This is when this... Also, in those chapters yeah, when they realize that Percy can, like, sailboats just by, like, saying certain yeah. words um, and he can, like, control the boat by himself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get to her explaining well, she's, why she's, she's always been a complete and, beast. Um, which is it? Oh, and here's um. Yeah, super I haven't been on this. This is thing I hadn't um, realized before. Percy once again had. Percy has more dreams than anyone I've ever even heard of before. Like every, it's every book. He's like, I have like ten dreams, but in this one, this is <laughs> we actually hear uh, Tiger's voice in it. And she walks up to um, the sarcophagus that was in the background of Luke yeah, and, yeah. and the Princess Andromeda. And she like freaks out when she opens it, and like she says it can't be. And then you can hear Kronos laughing, and she screams yeah. no as the yeah. sarcophagus engulfed her in a, a blast of golden light. And I wonder if that was like uh, Rigor and uh, teasing Luke becoming Kronos. Mm-hmm. I never thought of because I mean he's obviously he turns into him, and that's why she fro- freaked out over it because it Kronos wonder, becomes Luke yeah. essentially. But I mean I doubt he was that far ahead in planning. I, I just thought I just made know that I wonder if that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then we have, so we have the the sirens in Siren Bay. This is this is the first best moment of my dreams. Yes, oh, man. it's a great time for me. The, this is the best part of the book to me. Um, she wants him to yeah. make sure she doesn't go run to the sirens because then she'll like die or or whatever goes on goes on there. And she manages to free, get free because he left her his her knife on her because he's he's just he's stupid. He's not very smart. And then he goes down. He yeah. goes down there, catches her in a bubble, and rescues her. And she starts crying yeah. after when she's down in the bubble, and he holds her the entire time. And he finds out. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting when he could see he, rebuilt Manhattan. He would rebuild Manhattan. She could, he could see, see Luke with her parents, or I guess Athena, just being her her mom. And she talks. She tells him that his favorite, <laughs> my favorite fall is hubris. Or and he asks if that's the brown stuff they spread on veggie sandwiches, which is hummus. Percy's just a great, great man. And <laughs> and then he asks yeah. what his favorite fall is. Could be worse than hummus. <laughs> and then they arrive at the the cyclops. Yeah. Uh, Um. Yeah. Then yeah, they get the island. Go to the uh, yeah. The pro. I can't remember what their official name is. Uh, talk about the sheep, which are like. Piranhas. I think we can read it later. But I don't have a note um, of it. Um. Then he they find out that Quirks is already there somehow. Mm-hmm. I guess because she didn't end up at Cece's island, or they they, she, they they take detours and she did not. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess you see you see how an adult Cyclops would be, where they're not extremely smart, but they're just like they're not nearly as dumb and gullible as Tyson is. So I guess that is kind of what an adult Cyclops would be like. 
then yeah, yeah. And then, once, then Polyphemus finds out that Grover's not a, a lady he's like, you need some mangoes wait a second like I have a really good and he throws him in the cave and puts that boulder in front of it yeah uh, this then uh, Annabeth hits a plan to yeah. get him to open the cave which, um, which he reenacts what Jason did to him which is calling her herself nobody and because nobody poked her is the one that messed up his eye or blind, I guess blinded him. Mm-hmm. And of course he falls for, he's like, <laughs> he remembers nobody. And he just chased after her, yeah. which gives Percy time to free yeah. Grover and Clarice. And then pretty much the rest of this is all of them escaping. And that Polyphemus is an absolute monster of a beast. Yeah. And Tyson comes back obviously and helps yep. save them. Yeah, they just yeah. call them killer sheep, those flesh-eating sheep, so I guess that's all they are. I guess that's all they are. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they have any. Uh, yeah, they fought the... Uh, they they fought the make a run for it. They just, <laughs> it's all of them just them running. They escape. <laughs> um, they, get, they, get, they get the Golden Fleece on the way, or Tyson gets it for him, and they use it to heal Annabeth and yeah, her ribs because she was still knocked out from getting dropped on her head by Polyphemus. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. He, uh, um, this is when Tyson calls for Rainbow, or Percy calls for Rainbow, the hippocampi to come back, and they all, the hippocampi come and help carry them back to shore. Yeah. And they wake up in Miami, and the, Percy decides to send, they find, they find out what the whole prophecy that Clarice had was, which is, you shall sail the iron ship with warriors of bone. You shall find what you seek and make it your own. But despair for your life in tune within stone and fail without friends to fly home alone. So obviously the friends are Percy, and Percy Tyson, and Annabeth. And they decide... Of course, Clarice doesn't really like anybody. And that's also something we should know too is that she couldn't get any of her friends to come with her on her quest. Or not any of her cabin mates. So Percy decides to, because he's, he's he's a good guy, he gives her the fleece to take home, gives yeah. her money for the airport, and says, we'll find our own way home, which is when Luke shows up again, because Luke's always around. <laughs> then they head back on the Andromeda, and they re- and yep. Luke realizes that they have been tricked, and that Clarice has the, the sheep, uh, she has the fleece, and she's on her way back to camp already. And he is not pleased. <laughs> he was not very upset by this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's angry. <laughs> trying to think if this... You're just giving a new one ahead there, man. Uh, Percy tricks Pro- Luke in admitting that he poisoned the tree. Um, and he admits it so Donald well, I mean, can I hear it. So, oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, he gets to admit they were going to use it to heal Cronus' magic. Yeah. And Tantalus yeah. is once again, he finally gets his hands on a cheeseburger and then gets sent back to the underworld. It's, it's mm-hmm. one of the saddest tales I've, I've heard of. What a sad life for that poor guy. He finally gets a cheeseburger and he gets sent away. And then Luke and Percy decide to fight and then the centaurs show up. The party ponies. Um, party ponies. <laughs> yeah. And they just kind of gallop through, all, gallop all the way home. And I think this is also where Chiron tells him who's da- Chiron's dad is. Mm-hmm. That Cronus is my father. Or, Ch- or Chiron's dad. 
uh, Clarice gets all the all the, yeah, the celebrations yeah. for figuring out or for getting the police back. And then Herbert shows up again. They kind of talk about how Herbert shows up. He's like, we can't really do all that much to help you guys as much as we would want to. Like, don't act like we don't care. We're just not allowed to directly help you guys. Help. And he points out, like, all the ways that he helped Percy and how Percy didn't help Percy and all that. Mm-hmm. He gets. He says, um, brace yourself. What a prick. Man. Live in. I'm like, all right, Luke, where you at? <laughs> I'm on your side. <laughs> Forget this crap. Yeah. Uh, then they kind of. Well, Percy tries to talk about yeah. Tyson's past and how he has all the scars on his back from the Sphinx on 72nd Street. Race. Do these and how he prayed to Poseidon for help, and he beats Percy, and how Percy was his help. He, he tells Percy mm-hmm. that uh, he sent me a brother, which I thought was just super gay. Oh, it's gross. It did. It did. Poseidon does care as much as someone exactly they don't. And then Tyson also gives him his big old shield, which he had been, which he had needed. Yeah. Then they do another chariot race, which is also described awesomely. Yeah. And then he gets mm-hmm. the. <laughs> well, yeah. well, then, well, before they... that, Annabeth they win, and then Annabeth kisses him on the cheek or whatever. The big thing in the book. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a, yeah, so we'll get, yeah, it's all we get for like two, another book and a half. Like so then we can get to the end, not quite. <laughs> which is um, yeah. Whew. <laughs> so he um, he thought he finally calls his mom and talk updates her because I don't he hadn't talked to her since the whole Meriwether exploded or whatever the cannonball things. Tyson leaves to go take an internship with his dad underwater. Yeah, yeah. Grover and Annabeth comfort uh, Percy with him leaving. They put the they put the fleece on the tree. Yeah, they put the fleece on the tree. <laughs> and then uh, they put the fleece on the tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he gets up there, and there's a girl laying on the ground. The chapter is called. <laughs> and then no one can believe it, and Percy's like trying to get her help, or whatever. And they're all just sitting there, like shocked out of their minds, obviously. She's back. And then at the end, I am Talia, the girl, the uh, the daughter of Zeus, yeah. and Kronos once again being a genius because the whole point of it had been to try to control another. I bet Luke could probably talk Kronos into saying, "I can turn Talia if you can get her back to life." So I bet this is part of Kronos was going to get the match because like Luke has kind of kind of said like I wanted to heal Kronos, mm-hmm. but I was just gonna get, I was going to give it to you anyway because they wanted Talia on their side to control the prophecy. And because Luke, Luke Cronus is smart. No one, Cronus is the crooked one. He's a genius. Yeah, that was the and that's the end of the book. No, he, he doesn't know the full prophecy until um, he knows that 16, the big dot, the next child of the big three reaches 16 is like going to decide everything. But he doesn't find out until last Olympian, like what it's supposed to be or whatever. Yeah, and now that. Now that... Now that yeah, Titan's he's back. That I think it's Titan, Titan's curse more specifically. He talks about how he's not his responsibility anymore. Being the prophecy, but then it becomes his again because Talia's like, I can't get Luke. I'm going to hunt, and that's what he does. Yeah. Um. But that's that's Sea of Monsters. Yep, I'm gonna be. <laughs> I was like, took me like right. very few hours to read. 
You have monsters. It was actually a really short book. I don't remember it being so short. Alright, well. Yeah, it took me like three or four to read all the way through. And see, for next week. Alright, well, make sure to. That if you want to. Because we're going to be doing Titan's Curse next week. And, um, you have anything, we, any discussion topics you want to send us about it? So, because I'm sure, I'm sure we missed tons of stuff. I'm sure it's, it's, I'm sure it's pretty bad. But just send it to us, and we'll discuss it. Yeah. Yeah, actual um, microphones. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Instead of also next week, we should. It was have it was hell making this mics. thing today. Or the yeah. last two days, yeah. we spent forever yeah, trying to figure it out. That's the plan. We should both have good mics. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's the audio has been all weird and our headphones have been weird, so we decided to just order new mics, and so we should be all set for next week. Yeah, questions. If you, um, you think we're boring, tell yeah, us that we're boring. Um, we'll, we'll work on it. If you guys have any comments or whatever, whatever, whatever you think, just let us know. Anything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Um, I guess that's it. Um, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week.